from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Welcome back, everybody. It's a big and wild outdoors. I say welcome back because we are back in the studio. That would be myself, Braden Gunn. Over to my uh, lovely right is, uh, well, should we go by the new nickname no. or the old nickname? No. no. I like the old one better. Shut up, hey, Bill. Hey, hey, hey. Don't start. Formally, big sugar. I'm going to say <laughs> formally the uh, Don of Indian Rock Speech and now known as Big Sugar, uh, Mr. Vince Noble. <sighs> and, then, for this. and then, of course, the... Uh, the uh, the uh, ball buster. Yeah, I was I was trying to think of something more eloquent nope. than that, but go nope. right ahead. Uh, Bill George on the end there, and then the lovely Erin across the glass over there. She's over there uh, keeping us lightly entertained with her cold weather gear today. So, so when you asked Vince about coming on the show today, <laughs> did he sit there and say, "Is Bill going to be there?" No, no. All he said was, uh, dude, I'll be there. If you want me there, if you need me there, I'll be there. And See, that's, so that's, that's what you do, up. man. <laughs> See, Vince knows the meaning of the word pals. <laughs> it's from Young Guns. Don't you remember? Yeah, I do. Okay. Actually, I just watched it the other day again. It's a great movie. For the 10,000th time. It's amazing when you look at an old movie like that to get off track. Uh, you, you look at and go, dude, I thought this was the coolest movie in the world when I first saw it. Now it's just so completely stupid. Miami Vice. <laughs> Back oh. in the day, I loved Miami Vice. I watched a rerun of it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's what so hokey. It's so hokey now. <laughs> yeah, let's get a little older, get a little wiser. Uh, beautiful weather outside. If you haven't been out in the uh, elements today, it is gorgeous. Excuse me. Uh, we uh, have been loving this weather. I personally had the windows open last night and Same here. threw about 900 pounds of blankets on the uh, on the new uh, mattress. And sunk down in that uh, thing and just like you. That alarm went off this morning going, deep, 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 deep. And I was like, God, of all days, <laughs> why would you go off today? <laughs> I am so great. I think the only thing that was sticking out of my, my sheets was my nose. You know, <laughs> trying to stay warm. I had both windows open, so I had a cross breeze coming straight out of the north, right into the bedroom, right out over my head. Dude, I had the sliding glass awesome. doors open, the windows open. It was awesome. It was so nice to lay there without the ceiling fans on, no air conditioner not kicking on. I still on had the ceiling minutes. fan on. Yeah. I have it on in the living room, but in the bedroom, I turned it off because I wanted to have it completely silent. And it was so nice. I don't think there's ever been silence in your head. No. <laughs> there is when I fall asleep. But it was it was, he, it was beautiful. Business, <laughs> yeah, that's me snoring. <laughs> but of course, uh, beautiful day like this. Opening, uh, we got Doe Weekend going on. So Bill George is just henpicking out in the parking lot, going, "I, I should be in the woods today. I, I shouldn't be here." Forty-five degrees, still calm at my house. It was just absolutely gorgeous. There's a little breath of wind here over here on the west coast. But not too much. To the major get feed is right at daybreak. Yeah, it's going to be a, a it's going it. to be a good day for a lot of folks out there. And uh, 
And I missed it. And you missed it. And we say good luck to all of them that are out there. Uh, I don't know. uh, I don't think Glenn is hunting today. I know he's got a lot of priority things he has to do today. Plus, uh, his grandson's birthday is today. Wyatt turns big foe. He's four years old today. So all you guys out there that are hunting, send your pictures to Bill George. 813. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could send them to our I, Facebook page. I'm we'll just giving them a head start. That's it. That's uh, it. And Jonathan had some uh, personal stuff to do this week, so he and his dad had to go zippity doo die and go do some stuff. So. I better not catch him on the Gator game today on TV. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> hey, wait. Who's that guy with no shirt on? What is that? Oh, is that Jonathan? Yeah, that's him. Son of a... <laughs> no, uh, they, they're out uh, today messing around. I thought it was kind of funny that it all coincided with that coal front pushing down. Hmm. But that could just be me. Convenient. <laughs> could be me. Could be convenience. It's kind of like uh, opening day uh, hunting season up north when all of a sudden all the kids are sick and don't show up for school and yeah. things like that. You know, so well, for, <laughs> for many years, Pennsylvania, the opening day of buck season, there was no school. I mean, they just shut it down, but that has ceased to exist. They did that. Didn't they do that in like Illinois and Michigan as well? Uh, I think yeah. that they were most of those Northeastern states. They would do that for the first. Op- Cause you only had a week. You only had a week to hunt. Yeah. You know, millennials don't hunt. Come on now. now actually, less and less. Well, but there are actually some that are, are starting to find it to, uh, you know, they're all in that, you know, well, natural meat state, you know, go get my own, harvest my own type thing. And, good, uh, it's about time. That's well, harder and harder in the state of Florida for them, too, because, you know, now they can't even buy a gun until they're 21. Well, you know, that is... Any gun. But you know what, though? I'm, I'm good with that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm These not. kids today... I don't care about them. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on We're now. talking eighteen-year-olds. You're, you know, what are you talking about? That's yeah, not a kid. That's an adult. You tell me, your half of these children that are eighteen are good enough to go buy a gun right now? Okay. So the, one, that, the ones that come in to purchase a firearm, the ones that I well, yeah, they're brought with, up with it. Yeah, they're most no. of the ones that I that I engage with are, uh, you know, country kids who've been hog hunting since they could like literally straddle a, an ATV. And uh, so they're very trustworthy. I'm just going with the majority, not the minority. Oh, yeah, just follow the masses. No, it's not even that. Right along with Most of these children (laughs) can't even decide what to do every day, let alone let's go buy a gun. Oh, so so let's keep them from ever getting any responsibilities, and let's prevent those that actually have responsibilities from being able to do something. I look at it this way. The kids I love who, when you get fired up. Most kids who come in, and, and I say kids, but most young adults who come in looking for a firearm are usually with an adult or with a, a friend, and they're not looking for ARs. They're not looking for, they want a shotgun or a thirty thirty or a bolt-action rifle, something to go out in the woods with, with their uncles, buddies, whatever they are. We had that privilege when we were young. You got to remember that, yes, it's five days you know, after you purchase a farm in Hillsborough County, <clears throat> unless you have a concealed weapons permit. But if you're 18, it's not illegal to possess a firearm. It's only illegal to buy a firearm. And the thing is, is we have the straw man purchase in the state of Florida, which is where I can't buy a gun for you while you're standing there and do all the paperwork and do all the paperwork and then you pay for it or do whatever. And then I'm buying it for him. That, as soon as you say, but can I buy over. one legally on the streets? No. Can I legally go from one person to another person if I'm a private seller? Yes, you can. And he's a private uh, 
purchaser and he's 19 years old, can I legally sell him the gun? Sure. Because why? Because you don't have to go through a background check. Nope. So well, who would I rather have him buying a gun from? Somebody right, so who's how doing the this? background check or let's, somebody Let's who, compromise. Hold on. Let's compromise. Slow down. Compromise. Look at the veins of this van, yeah. dude. His veins I, are popped I'll compromise out. when we can't let him vote no. until they're 21. All right. Hold on. No, no, no. Let's compromise. Because <laughs> they're why doing more it, damage. Okay, if I buy good. a boat, I have to do a safety course in order to buy that boat. No, Why can't you, don't, we, you don't have to have a safety course. It's to highly buy a boat. recommended. Oh, highly oh, recommended. <laughs> that's that's why there. So wa- wait, all right. So if no, you're no. at 21 and under, if you're going to buy a gun. Why shouldn't we have them go through a safety class? There was that exemption, and it guess what? They, they took, took it off. out. Well, that's the government for you. Yes, we, no, we that's talk politics. About that. You got to remember, if you remember on the show when they first enacted after the high school shooting, and I said there's this dilemma because on the FDLE website it says that there are these exemptions: law enforcement, military. Um, uh, people who were over 65 or whatever it was. And also, if you had completed a hunter's education course and had a hunting license, then you were allowed to take it home that day, just like if you had a concealed weapons permit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That was the other one. I'm good, I'm good with that. But they took but that they took away. took it away. The state of Florida was saying, no, 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 you can't do that. And the FDLE was saying, well, yeah, you can, because they've already showed competency with a firearm to get the hunter safety course certificate. And who was the last mass shooter? ex-military <clears throat> who got trained for free but anyway <laughs> actually got paid to be trained but the thing is is they took that away and i said they shouldn't because if a kid has shown competency gone through the hoops that they have to jump through to do all I that agree stuff with that. then that kid should be able to purchase one at 18 there's no problem with that and i and that i have no problem with it no i'm not saying you have a 15 year old in there what comes in no. with a wad of cash got his <laughs> hat on sideways and his pants down around his butt and he goes uh, yo man how much you want for that uh, ar15 and uh, why are you profile it he could be a good kid i need, I need seven he, five he round just, magazine they just had how he's wearing his clothes <laughs> That's clothing. And it just smelled like it came from a forest fire, if you know what I mean. Oh, the green one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like a hayfield fire. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we do have some politics that we have to get into today. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't planning on that little exchange, but uh, it was entertaining. Like I, I said, if they take, if if you have a constitutional right to bear arms, I don't think you should have to wait till 21 if you don't have to wait till 21 to vote. You know what's really funny is if you go look at the state constitution of the state of Florida, and I always bring this up when all these <clears throat> aunties get on stuff, and especially when it comes to guns. They're like, the only people who need guns are the military and blah, 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 blah. I go, well, you know, if you lived in Florida and you actually read the constitution, it tells you that every able-bodied male that resides in the state of Florida is automatically a member of the state militia. The state militia, not some guys running around out in the woods of northeastern Michigan. That's got a nice little the ring state to militia. it. So, uh, you know, until you move away, then uh, you're still considered a member. And uh, 18-year-olds, 16-year-olds can fight just as hard. So. I want a card. I want a membership card. <laughs> I want a card. We'll give you a co- membership card. Yeah. Florida State Militia. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, we're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Black Friday is rapidly approaching so get ready for that. And also, Black Friday going on over there, Brandon Ford, who's also a great and wonderful sponsor of this year's show.
was up way too high. Hi. Good morning. I was listening to the commercial. Anyway, it's uh welcome back. It's uh, Big and Wild Outdoors on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, current temperature here in the uh, Pinellas area was what, 50-something, somewhere around there? 50 55. Something. And uh, in the interior, it was in the uh, low 40s. I know up in Karoom, um, Citrus, and your neck of the woods that you like to go to up in, as you say, Panasovsky, which is, just drives me nuts. The big B. Panasovsky. <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was up there in the lower 40s as well. But uh, we're going to have a little warming trend today. It should be up to around 73, somewhere around there. And then tomorrow it's going to warm up a little faster. It's not going to be quite as cold tonight as it was last night. But it'll still be nice. It'll still be in the 70s, 78-ish, maybe. So moment. winter's over. No, not really. <laughs> it'll, we'll see. But, you know, it's it's the start, hopefully, of many, 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 many cold fronts moving down this way and keeping uh, our air conditioners turned off. It'll be nice. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, but this past week on Friday, um, <clears throat> our good buddy, I'm sure that Vince is going to have something to say about this, but uh, our good buddy, uh, do you... See if you recognize the name <clears throat> Lemming. Do you remember the name Michael Lemming? Oh, the fish man. The fish man. He had to show up in court. If you don't know the backstory on uh, Michael Lemming, he's the life <laughs> life saving animal <laughs> activist who uh, came to Pinellas County uh, to specifically with a group of other like minded individuals to go and disrupt a couple of Chick Fil A's during the day. Uh, you know, lay down as a cow while somebody uh, uh, simulated stabbing it to death in front of small children while they were playing and uh, trying to eat their chicken sandwiches and screaming all kinds of things. And after that <clears throat> arduous, you know, strenuous activity, they decided to go blow off some steam down at Crescent Lake Park. And so the father, wife, and son were there enjoying the park with other people who were enjoying their pastimes, as in fishing. And a gentleman caught a fish, a tilapia, a non-native species to the state of Florida. Nuisance. In which it's illegal to reintroduce into the state. Exactly. Once you pull it from the water, you can't just throw it back. And uh, had it laying out on the concrete because he had forgot his bucket, which he normally carries. And uh, he said, you know, just leave it there. It's all right. And we'll get it on the way out. You know, we're going to get a couple of fish and we're out of here. Well, this gentleman, Michael... Lemming decided, oh, from Orlando, by the way, uh, decided that he was going to uh, go and rescue said fish. Oh, uh, he <laughs> sent said kid. Oh, yeah. So first he sent in his 10 year old in to, uh, to, debate. Uh, to uh, say something, you know, about uh, life and how horrible that is and all this other stuff. And then when he said, yeah, kid, that's great. Fine. Thanks. Go ahead, go away. And then the dad came over. And then, of course, don't talk to my kid that way. And then it all started. And, of course, it was all videotaped. St. Pete PD showed up, who knows absolutely nothing about fishing game <laughs> rules, and uh, basically was like, oh, well, we don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what we can do about this. I, uh, there's not much we can do about it. Not the entire St. Petersburg Police Department, just one individual. Two. Two. <clears throat> a lot of the officers that I know hunt fish on a regular basis. They know the rules. They just weren't in that area. Long story short, the guy throws the fish back, 
Screaming no. and shouting ensues. It's not. It's, Michael Lemming takes yeah. the fish while the lady is trying to put her body in between the guy He's and the physically fish. Assaulted. Well, she actually had her foot on the fish, yeah. saying, "Don't, don't take this. Don't, don't, don't take touch my." It. Property. Yeah, and uh, he chose to grab it and uh, throw it in, back into the to the lake. Which I wonder if that fish he is even still alive. He would have went swimming. If it gets any colder, <laughs> if it gets any colder, we may not have a tilapia problem for much longer. Hopefully, it'll stay forty degrees for about two weeks, and then we won't have to worry about. It. Anyway, they'll be fine. Then maybe. Well, anyway, Michael Lemming decided to uh, show up in court as he was uh, told to do, and uh, Michael Lemming. This is his, you know. His major punishment, he'll have to pay a $500 fine and court costs after the judge found him guilty of depriving Mr. Hope, Robert Hope is his name, of his dinner by launching a tilapia back into Crescent Lake back in July of 2007. The uh, Fish and Game Commission referred the case to the state attorney. At first, the state was charging him with interference, which is the harassment law, you know, the hunter safety, hunter harassment or fishing harassment law. Interference with taking a fish, but late Thursday, the day before the non-jury trial, the uh, state charged him with uh, petty theft, <laughs> which which nice, which is what he should have been charged with. In addition to the harassment, yep. well, yep. well, they said that the prosecutors discovered that the interference charge is only for hunting state waters. So that was private water, and not city. a city, and not yep. a city-owned property like Crescent Lake. The so, water is state property, technically, yes, but it's no, in it's the not technically. City of- well, their prosecutors—that's a state prosecutor—said that they uh, could only charge him with um, petty theft. Uh, the spokesman, uh, Frank Piazza, the other two charges the commission had recommended were battery. Yep. For taking that. the fish from under the foot of Hope's wife and petty theft, the theft charge seemed to be more appropriate. Piazzi said uh, Hope planned to cook the fish for dinner. A wildlife investigator testified that by the size of the fish and the price per pound of tilapia, the fish was worth about fifteen bucks. Duck. Six six bucks. <laughs> I said eight. Six six bucks. <laughs> Actually, to me, it's worth a lot less. Than well, that. this guy's a clown. First off, I mean, you know, you know, leave people alone. Number one, yeah. But uh, it said the incident happened on the uh, chaotic day in Pinellas County when animal activists, including the Lemming family, caused a scene inside of a park, uh, Pinellas Park Chick-fil-A. Their goal was to spread the message. It's food. It's not food. It's violence. Hey, if you go pick that fruit, you're yanking that fruit right off the tree. Isn't that violent? As I... You're Explain. ripping you it didn't off of it. Wait for it to fall naturally. I exp- as I explained to uh, my uh, children, are you enjoying <laughs> those black-eyed peas? Well, yeah, they're delicious. You know, you're eating poor unborn pea plants. Oh my god! Moment of silence, please. They're not even getting a chance to grow up. You're eating them <laughs> right now. So they're not even born yet, and you're eating them. What? No way. Yes. Yes, you are. You're yanking those, getting ready for Thanksgiving. You're yanking all those yams out. You're ripping them from the earth. You're denying that apple the right to reproduce by eating the fruit of its seeds and throwing it away. (laughs) So after the uh, fracas at the Chick-fil-A, the lemmings, they headed, like I said, to Crescent Lake Park and were, I love it, they said, and they were discussing other matters like, dude, we did a really good job. Don't you think we ought to stick around and do it again? Anyway. In the closing arguments, Prosecutor uh, Joshua Fotts 
You're Italian, is that right? F-O-U-T-Z? Yeah. Okay. Uh, noted that many fishermen simply leave their fish on the deck until they're done for the day and that this was nothing more than a show for the lemmings' political beliefs. But defense attorney Perry Segda, S-E-D-I-G-H, Segda? Sure. Said, uh, it wasn't theft. This was a rescue. <clears throat> Did he give it mouth to mouth? An attorney said this was theft. It was a rescue. You talking about him defending Lemming? Yes. That attorney's the <laughs> rear end of a donkey. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a, not trying to steal from Mr. Lemming. I'm just trying to rescue him. It was a rescue, Your Honor. Uh, Judge Robert Dittmer uh, acknowledged that people get passionate about issues, but said that the state had granted fishermen the right to fish the waters. He noted that commercial fishermen often put their catch on ice immediately where the fish are left to die. He uh, feared letting the door open on this could lead to sabotage of fishing fishing vessels. So uh, come on my boat, (laughs) please. (laughs) Detmer withheld it. Now this is the part that I, that kind of really frost me a little bit. Uh, The judge Detmer withheld adjudication. So Lemming's record is clear. And he didn't impose probation as the state had requested. Lemming could have been sentenced to 60 days in jail, six months probation, and mandatory counseling, which I think the guy probably could use. He needs it. And after the trial, Lemming said he was happy that he won't have a guilty verdict, but he felt it was unfair to seemingly have to face a theft charge when they had prepared for an interference claim, which he's sure he would have won that. This guy's an idiot. And, uh, of course, in the courtroom, several vegan and animal rights supporters came to the trial. Although they weren't involved in the protest that day, PETA supported the lemmings. Of course they did. Why wouldn't they? I know that I'm one of those guys who punishment fits a crime type thing, but I think that that's not too much to ask. What, what, What do you think the worst part for him was? Having to drive over here from Orlando. And the attorney. Attorney fees, I'm sure. Well, unless the guy got a pro bono or the PETA or the Animal Defense Fund you, paid for they, it. They, they didn't pay for that. How do you know? They didn't pay for that. How do you know? They might I, have. I, I doubt They pay it. for everything else. No. They pay for, oh. They'll pay to bust you in, not bail you out. What? You're not going to say they didn't spend <laughs> that $2.7 million to stop the bear hunt up in uh, Maine? And how much did they spend in this state? I, to, I don't uh, think they paid for bail money. Not for bail. He wasn't arrested. They'll bust you in. They're not going to bail you out and pay your lawyer fees. I really want to go to these idiots' houses and see what's in their refrigerator. I really I, do. I looked at it this way. They eat eggs? I said, you know what would have been a perfect punishment is you put him in jail for 60 days, and the only meal he could get is... Meat. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> only meal he could get is tilapia. Tilapia for 60 days for you, my friend. Now you can hate it. <laughs> and you'll be killing them on your own. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us. It gets even better. Country music singer. Hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. She cut it off too soon. You should let that play a little bit longer. I don't think there's vocals in that. I think it's just strictly a... just, no, I just let band. it play. So now you can sing it. Ready, go. Ready, and... Do it, Bill. Come on, Bill. <laughs> uh, 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 go. 
No. Okay. You're terrible. It's Braden and uh, Vince and uh, Bill George and Aaron in the studio today. Uh, Glenn is not here, and neither is uh, Jonathan. They're out doing stuff. I know that Glenn's got a good excuse. He's got to go get the property ready. He's got a big, huge, giant shindang happening out there today. His grandson is turning four years old today, so it's going to be a big blowout out at his place. And uh, I'm all for that. I love it. I know that there's going to be lots of fun. And on a day like today, this is where you take the chains off and let them kids just run around and be crazy. Is all the kinfolk from Plant City and all over the state of Florida coming? I think half of Plant City is going to be drained. (laughs) The streets will be clear for at least about four hours. Good Lord. Well, you can see. We include Plant City, Sefner, Valrico, maybe parts of Brandon, and uh, (laughs) uh, somewhere probably even uh, close all the way up to Tallahassee. You'll probably, uh, the streets will be pretty much bare. They'll be all on Glenn's property. Yeah, so you can thank Glenn for the uh, the ease of traffic today. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, what happened on Friday with uh, Michael Looming, uh, the gentleman who threw the fish back, and that was not the only thing that was kind of the big controversy this past well, week when be, it came be, to news. Before you go, can I say oh, one? Oh, I am sure. so over all these people that are so wishy-washy and so everything has to be politically correct. When the hell did this country become soft? And why do we let people like that walk well, all over people? Because if that SOB would have done that to me, his ass would have been in the water. Let me answer the question. And I'd be in jail. When did it happen? <laughs> You'd be in jail. You'd have a worse penalty than he did. Let me ask you this. Bill George, when do you think uh, the country went, uh, as Vince pointed out, as soon as Reagan left the office? I, I still have faith in it. I, I do I too. Do. I mean, I have faith. That, I mean, everything comes in cycles. I always, I always look at these past few eight years or so, and then what's happening today is a lot like the 1960s. Uh, you know that happen. It all comes and goes. And uh, once one generation gets to act the fool, then the next generation has to pull up its bootstraps and say, "Well, since all these people aren't doing it, I guess we have to do it." And I look at my kids, and I look at uh, my brothers who are much younger than me. And uh, I see that that generation is the one that's going to take over after the millennials do what it is that they got to do, throw things through windows and whatever Screw it is. Crap Temper Not tantrum. all of them, but some of them. But I look at my kids and the kids that go to school with them and all that stuff, and I go, well, this is a generation that these guys will be working for eventually. So even though they're younger than they are, they'll probably be <clears throat> working. The next generation behind them will be working for them. but. I- I, don't know. I just I just wish more people would understand that it it's not about us telling each other what you can and cannot do, but it, we don't need to be violating each other's you know rights. But part of my right is to be out there and exist the way I want to exist. Exactly. Didn't your mamas raise you mind your own business? You know, no, but I mean, you you go in there and you if you see somebody in need, you try and help them. You know, sure. You, you, Until they see it, you because you did something wrong. Yeah. Well, but well, you know, I heard a, I heard a story this past week on uh, talk radio that uh, they did a survey out in uh, California uh, on a lot of college campuses and said if you saw a woman who was obviously in distress, having a heart attack or maybe even choking or something, would you step in? And it was so funny because not really funny, but the vast majority of of men after the Me Too movement said. I'm not doing anything. Not touching her. I'm not touching her. I'm not putting my hands on her. I'm not doing anything because next thing you know, I'm in court because I broke her sternum or, uh, you know, trying to save her life, giving her compression. And that's or the something. sad part of society right now. And, uh, or, you know, I've, I, I 
messed up her duwadded because uh, you know I was giving her the Heimlich maneuver and uh, broke the little tail thing underneath underneath their uh, sternum or something like that. They're they're and that's sad, you know, that you wouldn't even that there's a generation who thinks that man, I'm not I'm not doing anything. They'll be the guy that you always see in that video that you go, man, put down that phone and help that person. Yeah. You know, no, I'd rather stand here and videotape and put it on YouTube. <laughs> we all have blood. <laughs> I can't believe it. No, I just, I'm sorry. The whole PETA thing and these people with the, the activists. Activists? Look at the people who kept protesting Big Sugar, dumping all the water into Why are you going to throw that at me? <laughs> because you know what? If you still look at it, they're still having problems. And it's an issue. It's not an activist. I'm not out protesting. <laughs> I'm just speaking my mind. Well, this is really going to make you mad because it, I read something somewhere. It has somewhere. to do with people turning around and believing something just because they heard it from somebody else. Well, I saw. You hear about Jesus in the Bible, you believe in that, don't you? Yeah, that's faith, and that's a totally different thing. Uh, Just so you know, Big Sug, that uh, (laughs) I think there was a bill sign that actually gave uh, Big Sugar even more land to uh, to do what it is they do down there. You know, because they're going to build a big (sighs) reservoir, so they have to move things over. So now they can go take over some other land. (coughs) So you're going to like that part. Anyway, also. Shut up, Bill. Controversy this past week. It seems to be, uh, I don't know why, but uh, it seems to be nationwide now. Uh, the House, uh, which I, w- I was under the impression it was controlled by the Democrats. Not yet. Uh, the House voted to remove protections for the gray wolves out west. The House passed this bull, uh, bill to remove federal protection for the gray wolf, allowing ranchers, hunters, and others to kill the animals. The Manage Our Wolves Act passed 196 to 180, mainly with Republican support. It would be uh, direct the FWS, which is the Florida Fish and Wildlife Service. Federal, not Florida, wildlife. Federal, Federal. Uh, to end Endangered Species Act protections for species and prohibits lawsuits challenging the removal. Uh, the GOP said many Western states have long argued for decades for federal protection have been too successful in bringing the wolf back from the brink of extinction, and the species now poses a significant threat to livestock, pets, and humans. You know so what? They did too good of a they, job, and now there's so many no, of them. They, they did a great job. This this is the thing is, there should be a certain amount of criteria to put you on the list when something is in danger. As soon as that criteria is met and we are no longer in danger, we should be removing it oh, off like of the, the list. Oh, like the Goliath Grouper. Like the Goliath Grouper, <laughs> yeah, but also know. like the Snook and the Redfish, where we recently put an executive order in place mm-hmm. because, you know, we have this red tide and we might have something bad, even though we're twenty year tw- over the 20-year average. As soon as we get past this, this little blip of, oh, my gosh, we might have a catastrophe, we should be go back to catching Snook and Redfish for the table. Well, now, what is really funny is True. at the end of this story, buried deep in it, was... This little tidbit, the Obama administration had determined that the gray wolf no longer needs protection and removed them. But a federal court in 2014 overturned that decision, saying that the FWS doesn't show that the species was significantly recovered. So if you want to blame somebody as people are going, see, this is Trump. He doesn't care about anything. It's Obama's The Obama administration (laughs) had determined that the gray wolf no longer needs protection and removed it. Well, that's that's where they're turning around and you have criteria and you show it. But you always get some court system who seems to want to challenge what 
what the science is. You and, know, it, and, only and they'll took, tie you up forever. And it only took, what, uh, four years of hardcore study and millions of dollars to determine it. <laughs> They didn't so they can study. They didn't do anything. That's so they can do it again this, that's this why, time. That's why it's so important as to who you put in to judges and yeah. why, you know, there was so much. I voted emphasis. them all out. You voted them all out? Yes, Good sir. Get some new blood in. There you, there you go. <laughs> Push the button. I think Jonathan's <laughs> Which on Which one? I don't want to hit the wrong the one. The top one on the right there. Okay. There you go. That'll work, I think. Jonathan, are you there? Gentlemen, good morning, sunshine. You sound yeah. awful. Sounds awful quiet where you are. Where you, are you? You in Gainesville? Uh, you at the swamp? No, not yet. <laughs> We're uh, heading over there. I'm here at our family's place in Mariana, and uh, looking at a lot of downed trees. Oh boy, chainsaw day! Yay! So, no, the fun part is, is right around the corner from where I'm standing is the largest chipper that you have ever seen in your life. So, yeah, we can get to hear that run for the last day and a half. Well, you know what? Uh, I think uh, Bill George could probably use a little extra firewood. and yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't mind having a we couple will. of truckloads for the fire ring in the backyard. Uh, you know, I'm trying to do my no, part. It's, uh, the temperature is uh, just about right. What time, What is it up there? Oh, I think it's only like 32. Oh, there you go. Uh, Frisky. You know what that would be good for? A good day like that? <clears throat> a nice campfire with lots of wood laying around. Uh, <laughs> campfire? That's a big uh, old campfire, bro. Hey, you know, bonfires can be uh, campfires, too, eventually. Well, I was going to say that uh, crawling in a tree stand with camouflage on instead of worrying about going and running a chainsaw, but that's, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, now we know. Now we're getting to the heart of the real reason why we're up there in Mariana. So, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Think wisely before you answer. Uh-huh. Trust me. I hey, got you. I got believe, you. Believe, believe me when I say this. If anybody out there can still, if you still want to give, if you still want to think about it, it is uh, they're just now getting the FEMA stuff straightened out up here to where people who have been living in tents for the last four to five weeks. Wow. Have, uh, are now just to the point where they can qualify for uh, FEMA assistance to get a trailer so they can even have a place to live. So That's crazy. But at least I did hear there was some justice that uh, happened while we were listening this morning, and my father was dying laughing about the uh, fish guru. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, 500 but, bucks doesn't seem like much, but I think Bill George was right on that. He said... Uh, I don't know how much that attorney cost him, but I'm sure it was more than 500 bucks. So, uh, If the attorney he has is the one I'm thinking about, he is very pro-PETA. Uh, uh, is, that, that, that the polite way to say it? That, you, did, you did very well on he, that one, Jonathan. He may be pro-PETA, but he likes to eat a. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, while he's so, cutting into a steak at Burns or something. Yeah, oh, that, that big well, paycheck he got from Lemming. Well, yeah, listen, exactly. you want to hang on for us? Because we got to take a hard break, man. Do you want to just hang on and give us something on the backside or what? Oh, no, dude. I was just checking in with you guys. I'm going to run a chainsaw. But yeah, sure you are. Miss you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. So, yeah. like I said, just think about people up here if y'all, uh, you know, if everybody's wanting to give something. So, well, Jonathan, you got to give us a link or something later. Oh, Thank- we're going to do some fundraising when I get back. Thank you, Jonathan, man. Stay warm up there. All right, guys. You got plenty of firewood, so use it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And also, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, and Bill, and of course the lovely Erin in her crop top this morning. It's forty nine thousand degrees below zero, <laughs> and she shows up looking like she's a going to shirt, a, going to the beach, going to the Gators game later on with a beer in one hand and a crop top. Go <laughs> Actually, she has multiple layers on, and the last layer is a what is that shirt say? What is it? The, like, the Avengers assembly. Oh. Oh, because Stanley. That is old school. Stanley, oh, yeah. Good for you. She's had that shirt since 1974. (laughs) My grandpa gave it to me when I was in the ninth grade. Uh, (laughs) It's a nice shirt. Uh, Before we get to the top of the hour break, I wanted to bring this up to Bill George because I said uh, this is a missed opportunity for him, but uh, apparently somebody's got the gig. Maybe we should do something like this here in the state of Florida. Have you ever heard of therapy gators, Bill George? Therapy gators? Therapy? No. What the hell are you talking about? Therapy gators? Well, it seems that dozens of airports, I don't know why, around the country uh, have helped de-stress millions of passengers with teams of therapy animals in the terminals. I guess you're stressed on a flight, you need to pet a dog or something, because uh, mostly they're dogs and the occasional pig that they have in San Francisco, which is cruel and unusual. Uh, a cat in Denver. I, you know, I got to get off the plane. I got to get off. You ever been to Denver Airport? It is yes. massive chaos and horrible. Yeah, I didn't find it that bad. I think they actually throw cats at you when you go by. <laughs> and uh, and a miniature horse in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. Uh, I guess that goes along with uh, Churchill Downs. You know, Bluegrass State, the horse on it, all that stuff. Anyway, well, now the Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport is upping the animals at the airport ante with alligators. Come on now. Alligators. So they're offering travelers a chance to meet, pet, and take a photo with a baby alligator on Friday afternoons between 1.30 and 3 p.m. The Audubon's Nature Institute's educational team will host a display table with artifacts and other items that tell the story of animals, well, you such know- as the invasive nutria, those rascally raccoons that eat your garbage and those possums that scare the crud out of you when you take the garbage out to the garbage can with along along with some live alligators in a little Louisiana wetlands. And for, these gators are from one to three feet long. For the kids, yeah. I think that's awesome because you're coming into a state, mean? if you're going on vacation, you get to learn what the, the local wildlife is. That is kind of cool. As of de-stressing, uh, it's just no. Sorry. Well, it's just it's distracting. Else. It's not de-stressing. Yeah. I, say exactly. that, I say that TIA needs to put a big giant aquarium in the middle, put a couple of manatees in there. Let's get a panther while we're at it. Get a panther, put it in there. Some snook. Nah, it's hard to pet. They pet rays in a pond. Yeah, but, you know, those are little bottom. I mean, there's no big deal on that. Some baby key deers. We could throw some key deers in there somewhere. Key deers, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, they're nice, they're cute, cute, and cuddly, petty. Yeah, and there, and then there, you'd be saving some. And then a big old rattlesnake. Well, I, I uh, will tell you, people love <laughs> to play and hold with little alligators. They do. Of course, they're, they're they're cute. They're, I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a little bitty kid and growing up in East Texas, you'd go to the TGNY, and there were certain times of the year where there was a big old basket there with about an inch of water in it, and it was full of baby alligators. And you could buy them for a dollar a piece. 
There was no holes barred. You could go in there, grab them, and they would snap on you and grab you, and those sharp little nine little needle teeth and everything. People, you go there one weekend, next weekend, they'd be gone. Now, what they did with them, I have no idea, because my father would never allow me to have one. <laughs> I said, Dad, we could put it back in the stock tank and let it grow up. And he goes, and you swim in there. What, what well, state was that? In Texas. In Texas? Yeah, in East Texas. And back in the day when Tomball was Tomball, not considered part of the woodlands. So, uh, yeah, it was a small little town out there. Uh, I think the population was around 3,500. And uh, the TGNY right there, man. Boom. Alligators. What were they doing with all those gators? I, I don't know. I have no idea where those gators well, ended heck, up. They just caught that guy up north with one in his sauna. Oh, yeah. Hot tub is weird. Hot tub. Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> no. And it wasn't a little alligator. Oh, and the only reason why they found it is because he was being evicted, I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he was an upstanding citizen of the state that he was living in. It was a big alligator. It was a big alligator. I think Jeez it was like eight or, eight eight or nine, nine feet or something big, somewhere. In a hot tub? Yeah. Had him in a saw. Yeah, big hot wow. tub. Wow. Yeah. What's wrong with people? I don't know. Maybe he got it at TGNY. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years ago. I'll take two. They're small. And then I'm going to go throw them in the creek and see what they turn into. Does this I neighborhood did. have any cats? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't, you don't have to feed them that often. They're like snakes and lizards and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, one cat a month should be fine, right? Yeah. Bill George? Did you see that python that they caught? Which which one? Which, the, the one that had, that all, that had a box one. of ballots in it. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened in it? The ballots. <laughs> Box about. I saw that meme on Facebook. It was like, hey, look at the size of this python. It had, we found two boxes of ballots in Broward County. Sorry. We're, now, wait, were they the ones for Hillary 2020 or were they for the uh, for the for this past election? I think it was this past election. Oh, okay. Well, whatever it is, I don't know. I guess we'll know it for sure. I, I heard on the news today that uh, DeSantos is our next governor. And, DeSantos? Uh, I'm, yeah. DeSantis. That's what I said. You said so's. Whatever. So's. <laughs> so's. DeSantis is our next governor, and uh, they called it for uh, I, I for Rick Scott. No, I didn't think we're in a manual recount for Rick Scott. You know Skeletor is going to get it, so just let's move on. Like I said. I want him to squirm, and I want him to know what it was like to have the bear hunt stolen from us. <laughs> I, like I said, uh, the one I'm really worried about is uh, Commissioner of Agriculture because they determine who and what and how, you know, people get concealed weapons permits. So Currently. Uh, that's that Currently. And uh, I, I think that the governor can take that away from them and move it over to someplace else if she gets to be too... You know, if she if she wins, I don't know. They're doing a hand count on that thing too. I mean, this whole thing. I think the whole thing is harkens back to the presidential election, and where you, I think as Floridians, us who've been here uh, for a very, 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 very long time, we just kind of sit back on the couch and go, oh, uh huh. Let me ask again. you this: How do we always screw up the election? We How? don't. The it Florida. It's only one county that we really need to point a well, finger well, at. Well, okay, let's point no. that a finger at them then. But how? It, how is it every single time? Because they the, want to. No, because we're that close in the line to begin with. Well, you've so stepped if over, you ha- you've if you stepped over the line. Up, you've stepped over the line many, many times, my friend. And yeah. by the way, Bill, you're out. Out of what? No. 
What have we been doing all morning? What are you talking about? The closest, oh. the, the closest you're out, without dude. going oh, yeah. over. Seven, you're out, Seven fifty-eight. You're out, dude. You're out, brother. Seven. No, he's got two closest minutes. Closest without going over. No, whatever. He's got two minutes. It's an inside joke. Maybe we'll tell you about it when we come back <laughs> from top of the hour break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us. <laughs> 